Genesis chapter 50, the final chapter reading from the Shaken Bible from Everett Fox's translation, reading in February of 2017. Yosef flung himself on his father's face. He wept over him and kissed him. Then Yosef charged his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. And the physicians embalmed Israel. A full forty days were required for him, for thus are fulfilled the days of embalming. And the Egyptians wept for him for seventy days. When the days of weeping for him had passed, Yosef spoke to Pharaoh's household, saying, Pray, if I have found favor in your eyes, pray speak in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, My father had me swear saying, Here am I dying, in the burial site which I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. There you are to bury me. So now, pray let me go, bury my father, and return. Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, as he had you share, swear. So Joseph went up to bury his father. And with him went up all of Pharaoh's servants, the elders of his household, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, and all of Yosef's household, his brothers, and his father's household, only their little ones, their sheep, and their oxen, did they leave behind in the region of Goshen. And along with him went up chariots as well, and horsemen as well. The company was an exceedingly heavy one. They came as far as Goran Ha'atad, threshing floor of Ha'atad, which is in the country across the Jordan. And there they took up lament, exceedingly great and heavy lament, which he held mourning for his father for seven days. When the settled folk of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning at the threshing floor of Ha'atad, they said, this is such a heavy morning havel for Egypt. Therefore its name was called Meadow, Havel of Egypt, which is in the country across the Jordan. So his sons did thus for him as he had commanded them. His sons carried him back to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Machpelah. Avraham had acquired that field as a burial holding from Ephron the Hittite, the field facing Mamre. Then Yosef returned to Egypt, he and his brothers and all who had gone up to bury his father after he had buried his father. When Yosef's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, What if Yosef holds a grudge against us and repays, yes, repays us for all the ill that we caused him? So they charged Yosef, saying, Your father commanded before his death, saying, Say thus to Yosef, Ah, pray forgive your brother's offense and their sin that they caused you ill. Now, pray forgive the offense of your servants, of your father's gods. Yosef wept as they spoke to him. And his brothers came, themselves came. They flung themselves down before him and said, Here we are, servants to you. But Yosef said to them, 
do not be afraid. For am I in the place of God? Now you, you planned ill against me, but God planned it over for good, in order to do as is this very day to keep many people alive. So now, do not be afraid. I myself will sustain you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke to their hearts. So Yosef stayed in Egypt, he and his father's household. Yosef lived a hundred and ten years. Yosef saw from Ephraim sons of the third generation, and also the sons of Machir, son of Manasseh, were born on Yosef's knees. Yosef said to his brothers, I am dying, but God will take account, yes, account of you. He will bring you up from this land to the land about which he swore, to Abraham, to Yitzhak, and to Yaakov. Yosef had the sons of Israel swear, saying, When God takes account, yes, account of you, bring my bones up from here. And Yosef died, a hundred and ten years old. And they embalmed him and put him in a coffin in Egypt. So ends the chapter, so ends the book. The book of Toledot of Genesis. First book of the Torah, first book of your Bible, first book of this year. What'd you make of it this time? Chapter 50 Funeral Plans March 1st, Shrove, Tuesday ahead of us. One more reiteration of Yaakov's death and burial. One more account of Yosef's response in and among and with the Egyptians. And one more attempt to reclaim a reconciliation among the brothers, or at least the submission of the ten to Joseph. That's what ties up the loose ends of Genesis in this final chapter. This Operatic funeral matches the oratory of Yaakov's deathbed blessings on his children yesterday. Imagine the procession of all the leadership of Egypt and of Israel heading to Machpelah and stopping at the threshing floor of Atad. If you share my suspicious nature, my critical modern eye, you might see hints of an armed escort for the men of Israel and the families held hostage in Goshen to prevent the flight of the men to the promised land. Compare the earlier stories and the subsequent ones to fit this one in context on the hinge between Genesis and Exodus. Reconciliation among the brothers requires some recognition that Joseph has power and has a legitimate grievance. Someone as had Esau against Yaakov, as Yaakov came south, leaving Laban and Aram into the promised land. They confess, claiming that Yaakov told them to apologize. 
and claiming that Yaakov told Yosef to forgive. So Yosef restates the idea that their sin was necessary to provide this providential end for him and for all of them. Imagine how that might be heard in every generation, from David to Hezekiah to Babylon to the Second Temple. There's always something to forgive and to fit into God's wider providential frame. Finally, Joseph himself dies, seeing the future of Exodus and charging his people to bring up his bones with them when they leave, which is less demanding than his father's disposition and funeral procession. This is the hinge. It's already taken us to the beginning of Exodus and beyond. So you've done it. We've done it. Read and heard the entirety of Genesis again, as if for the first time, this time as the Toledot of us and them. What'd you make of it? What did it make of you? <laughs>